Hi, everyone, and welcome to Screamers. Ooh, a spooky podcast. We're your hosts, Cemetery and Rebuka. <laughs> and today we are discussing the 2003 American horror comedy, The Haunted Mansion. Because it's spooky month on Screamers. Although we are still screeners in terms of social media and everything. So don't worry about it. <laughs> still at Screeners Pod on everything. Yeah. And the Gmail is still ScreenersPod at gmail.com. So if you want to recommend a better movie, not possible. But <laughs> exactly. You can try. Yeah. So I'm going to take the summary for this one because I love The Haunted Mansion, specifically the ride. But I did enjoy the movie. I feel like most ride fans did not. But so basically, we have Eddie Murphy and his family, our real estate agents. They got a call from a mysterious butler who's Ramsley. That's basically like, hey, my master wants to sell this house. Uh, and the wife is originally like, no, we work too much. You work too much. It's that plot line where it's like, you work too much. Come hang out with us and the kids. Like, enough. Enough. Nobody wants to hang out. Nobody wants to go to the lake. <laughs> So he's like, yeah, but this house is in a really nice area code. We can make millions selling this house. So they end up going to the house. They end up having to stay there because of floods. And guess what? It's a haunted mansion. And the, the master, Master Gracie, is a ghost <laughs> looking for his long lost love, Elizabeth, who turns out to be the wife. Um, in the end, Elizabeth's ghost is freed. They get to leave. They don't make millions off the house, but they do get to live. And also hell happens well they could make millions they get the deed at the end oh that's the true house. they get the deed so they could make millions everyone goes to heaven or if or hell. Mostly, you go to hell <laughs> i really liked um <laughs> that they weren't afraid to show hell in the haunted mansion <laughs> i was like what is happening so um, they don't do that in the ride in the ride you kind of you go through the attic and see my best friend constance hatchaway who's the attic bride and then you kind of get thrown backwards uh into the graveyard and then the hitchhiking ghosts appear you don't see the man get dragged to hell no you know where you do see that mr toad's wild ride in disneyland (laughs) uh that's a different ride where they're not afraid to show you the consequences of drinking and driving it's a dark ride and then it does show you hell at one point which is so fun okay <laughs> so let's talk about the cast <laughs> like i believe you i don't know I'm, it's real i don't I went to- <laughs> i'm not sure if they had it in disney world if they did i never got to ride it but um that is based on i don't remember i think it's called mr toad's wild ride the movie but now it's like on disney plus it's combined with uh ichabod and the story of the headless horseman so it's ichabod and mr toad Oh, I don't know if I like that. It's yeah, I mean, bad. it's not like combined, combined. They just play one and then the next one starts. So they're like oh. two. Oh, okay. I thought it was, yeah. No, it's like two like half hour specials. Now it's like an hour together yeah. on Disney Plus. Yeah, I don't know anything about Disneyland. I went to Disney World once. You were there. <laughs> That's it. Do you want to talk about your Haunted Mansion experience? Oh, yes, I do. Um, <laughs> I was very scared. Um, I did not want to go. I just, I just simply remember putting up a fight 
Um, I think ultimately when it ended, we might've been the only two people in our group who enjoyed it. Um, Cause we waited in line for maybe two hours, like very long time. Yeah, I remember everybody was mad at me because <laughs> nobody <laughs> wanted to ride it. Nobody wanted to wait online, but it's my favorite ride. So I forced everybody onto it. And then um, somebody else in our group made us ride the Carousel of Progress. So I was no longer the worst. I wasn't there, but God, <laughs> y'all stay safe, but I did not have to ride that. I went and got ice cream. No, I was um, having a panic attack. And then uh, a Walt, quote unquote, Walt Disney <laughs> animatronic. It's it's supposed to be Walt, but his name's John in the thing. It's Walt Disney. And he's like, in the future, we're gonna have VR. And like he was right, but <laughs> I don't want to be God, it work off. Carousel of progress right. when. <laughs> um never. <laughs> I Except mean for the cast. Yeah, because we'll probably talk more about the ride later. <laughs> no, well, it's a, it's a major part of my commentary on the movie. I, mean, I, you know, I get to go into specifics about how scared I was and embarrass myself in front of all three of our listeners. <laughs> um, so um, the most, the, the biggest figure in this film is Eddie Murphy, of course. Naturally. Naturally, they got him for this. Also known as Donkey. Yeah, yeah I was going to say that's all I really got. <laughs> I don't actually know what else he was in. I mean, oh, is it Coming to America? Is that the thing he's in? As oh yeah, no, I think he was in that. Is yeah, that, sure. I didn't I think he that. was the nutty professor as well. I was just gonna say, okay. Yeah, none of these are. I mean, I saw like shark and like this, but everything else, no idea. Yeah, more importantly, we got Jennifer Tilly as Madame Leota, and that's important. She was Celia in Monsters Inc., one of the movies of all time. Yeah, that's very important to us. Uh, she has a shining career, really, with. It's literally just Monster Sink and Haunted Mansion. I mean, that's all. I mean, I think once you have those two movies, you're kind of like you've hit your peak. Like, as far as movies, yeah. 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 The thing Um, about Leota in the movie is that she was a huge part of it, and I forgot she was there. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how, but I also forgot about her. See, I loved loved when they were, uh, when Eddie Murphy's character Jim was trying to break back into the mansion. Um, and he had Leota with him, and he put her in the passenger seat and buckled her in. If you don't know, if you don't know who Leota is, she's a floating head in a crystal wall, so she cannot move on her own. No. <laughs> and then when they were driving away at the end, she was in the back seat with the kids. I mean, that was funny. And like one of the kids was like, "Can you shut up?" <laughs> and then the the singing bus. They were like, they adopted the bus. The family. I loved that. I thought that was fun. And yeah, so I, I, I took I took that as them selling the house and making their millions because they were out of there. That's true. I just thought they were like, all right, we'll bring our we'll bring our new friends, the singing buff who sing from yeah. Grinning Ghosts. And when the Saints come marching in. The only two songs that exist. Right. Oh, and the one she'll be coming down the ra- mountain. They sang that like three times, but like different variations. It was interesting um who else are we talking about? oh the children I have no idea who they are I'm sorry if they're famous now I don't know they were good <laughs> they honestly they killed it Here's they carried the I don't remember her full name I think it was Marsha something who played the mom oh, like Sarah Marcia Thompson I think yeah um I'm sorry 
I'm sure she did. She did fine. She did the best she could. But acting against Eddie Murphy and those children, like it was over. They carried. They, they carried. They ate. I'm sorry. I mean, she had like no real job anyway. Like once you kind of got past the premise of like, oh, we're at the mansion and like, oh, we're stuck here. She wasn't in like that much of it comparatively anyway. No, she was with uh, Gracie the entire time because he was like, oh, this is my lost love, Elizabeth. And it was, but it, but it wasn't, but it was. It wasn't, yeah. But the entire time, I mean, she's basically saying like, you work too much. I guess we'll go to this mansion. Where are the kids? That was her entire delivery, the, like the whole movie. It is so sad that you lost your long lost love. So sad. This is a lovely house. Have and you ever she, seen anything like this fireplace? The most fired up she was was about that fireplace. But then when she was Elizabeth, like it was pretty, it was pretty much still the same delivery. But like, I feel like she was better as the ghost than she was as Sarah. Did as the ghost was make out with that guy effectively? No, I mean the like three lines she had had more emotion <laughs> than she had at any other point in the movie. Yeah, that part also was uncomfortable. Um, this hardcore making out in front of the kids literally in front of your children and your husband but it's not really your children your husband because right now you're inhabited by the ghost of his long lost love because you look just like her but it's not really her because she was trapped in a <laughs> see i'm like this is elizabeth elizabeth isn't married to jim she's not the mother of michael and megan i couldn't she's... rationalize like that <laughs> i was like this is so sad she was <laughs> murdered by ramsley the butler as eddie murphy not... said the butler did it it took like halfway through the ma- it was a long makeout also <laughs> yeah I was like uncomfortably long <laughs> uh- <laughs> but Master Gracie was played by Nathaniel Parker who only relevant to me he played King Hamlet and Ophelia the film Ophelia starring Daisy Ridley my Hulu to watch list if it's still there I don't know um it's fine I didn't really like that movie as a Hamlet enjoyer I can confuse it with Lady Macbeth all the time for some reason and I don't know why they're, they're it, similar I guess in vibes but I like Lady Macbeth a lot more Ophelia was just Hamlet fanfic that wasn't that yeah. great it wasn't even good yeah. Hamlet fanfic I mean I like Ophelia as a character she's relatable she likes bad men um I mean Hamlet uh, in that movie was played by one of the boys from 1917 I don't know their names but he was the tall one good for him Good for him for being tall and being in World War One with and the guy. Good for that. It was him, and then the guy from Bohemian Rhapsody, not Ma- Rami Malek. Oh, I didn't guy. see that, so I thought it was Rami Malek. I was like, oh, okay. No, I would have been like Rami Malek is in this movie. Um, and then most importantly, Wallace Shawn was Ezra, and he was there for all of two minutes. He was the footman, I think was his official title. I don't know. Oh. I have no idea. I just know he was hanging out with Emma, who was the maid, and they gave me, they reminded me so much of the godparents from Twitches. It was insane. Oh, yeah. He got to deliver the iconic line, there's always my way, which like, good for him. That was one of the ones where I was like, I know that. (laughs) I know what that means. Um, This time it did not mean killing yourself, though. Contrary to On the Ride, where it yeah um he also I was so funny to me and it wasn't supposed to be but when Sarah is poisoned as Elizabeth so she could die and Elizabeth could be released or whatever she's like laying down you know dying in Eddie Murphy's arms and then he just goes 
it's the poison and it made me lose it i don't know why <laughs> yeah, like, thank you wallace just like in uh, hamlet it was the poison it's her gertrude moment and we're back and we're back to nathaniel parker who i thought sounded a lot another shrek connection i thought he sounded a lot like prince charming in shrek 2 he's not though i had to look it up he's not in that movie upsetting. It was upsetting. It would have tied him back to Eddie Murphy as a stonky. Yeah, and I, it ties us back to the only movie that matters. Well, no, there's still Monsters, Inc. Sorry. Jennifer Tilly. We're back to Jennifer Tilly. <laughs> um, that's all I got to say about the credits for this movie. I don't think the kids went on to do anything. Yeah, I looked them up. They did not. Um, I mean, they did, like, little parts. Like, I think um, whoever played Megan, the daughter, I think she was in, like, Everybody Loves chris or whatever that show is called everybody hates chris everybody hates chris everybody Wrong hates chris emotion. everybody loves raymond yeah everybody, everybody loves raymond. raymond yes yeah no you're right you're right um everybody loves raymond good show um not here for italian representation i assume he's italian based on i mean yeah things. his last name's romano exactly yeah, based on like everything about him yeah and then whoever his brother was in the show went on to be in entangled I, yeah he was entangled <laughs> I wasn't even thinking that. I was gonna get there. No, I was thinking he was in like an ABC show. I think it was called like Single Parents or something. Oh, yeah, My it was good. Like show. They didn't. I kind of like it. Like I wasn't like actively seeking it out, but sometimes my family would put it on and be like, "I'm vibing with this. I like this. It's funny. It was funny." Adam Brody would be on it because what's her name was on it. Is that Leighton Meese? Is that how you say it? Late. I don't know, but whoever he's married or dating to. It was her. And then he would be on it. He's cute. I don't know. I don't know. Did not watch it. it. I just know that I don't think my parents liked it. They were just like, it's fine. I don't know. I can't remember if it ended or not. The kids were also really funny in that. The kids were really good in it. Once again, they're picky. They're picky with their sitcoms. They don't like most new sitcoms. And a a constant in this house is King of Queens. Constant. We, I haven't seen King of Queens in like five years. I saw it like an hour ago, two hours ago. (laughs) (laughs) so we live such different lives um modern family was huge it was devastating and the middle devastating when those ended devastating i was the only one who liked the middle my grandparents liked the middle and i did my parents did not like it they did not care i it was like i preferred modern family to the middle but like we all did yeah we all do i had last year i would go over to like some my friend's dorm and it's like eight guys living there. And we would all just watch Modern Family. <laughs> and it was fun. It was a good time. I had fun. Um, so that's all we have for the cast. But I do want to talk. I mean, if you want to talk about sitcoms, you can talk about our best friend, Wallace Shawn, who is also in Young Sheldon. Oh, Young Sheldon. Oh, I forgot we didn't mention that. The Young Sheldon connection there. That's all I got. I didn't see a lot of yeah. Young Sheldon. <laughs> fun thing about me, Nick at Night dictates what I watch. That's why I'm a and big mom head. As previously discussed. With Jamie oh, Presley. Yeah. Uh, they've recently put on Young Sheldon, so I've seen a bit of Young Sheldon. Very exciting. This is dating this episode, but this Monday they're going to start playing Mike and Molly, so I'm finally allowed to watch a new show. Finally. They're letting you do it. Finally. It's not just like they play like four hours of friends, and then you get a sliver of mom, and then one episode of Young Sheldon. So I don't know where Mike and Molly's going to fit. I mean, I guess they're bumping out the friends. I don't know. It's like that tweet where it's like, somebody help me budget my time, budget my money, and it's like, <laughs> Food, $30. It's like $10,000. Yeah. Bills, like $2,000. Candles, $100,000. Yeah. 
I'm going bankrupt. What am I, where am I going wrong? It's like millennials destroyed the economy by buying too much avocado toast. How do I budget my money? It's like that. But Nickelodeon's like, how do I build a schedule? We have eight hours of friends. <laughs> One episode of Young Sheldon. Where will Mike and Molly fit in? What's going to happen? Help. You watch, you get half an episode of Young Sheldon. You get 15 minutes of Young Sheldon. You, need to make you, do, not, you do not get to find out how it ends. No, you'll find out tomorrow if you're lucky. And maybe not. Maybe they'll just start a new episode. Yeah. That's, Who knows? That's, that's, a, that's, that's the game like. you play with Nickelodeon. <laughs> Nick and I dictate what you watch. Um, before we finish talking about credits and people involved, I do want to talk about the director. This is um, where I get to talk about things that I like <laughs> and I get to expose myself. So the movie um, was directed by Rob Minkoff, a name that probably means nothing to anybody, but he co-directed The Lion King or something like that, um, which is big. And then after The Haunted Mansion, he went on to direct Stuart Little and Stuart Little 2. Those are the most notable <laughs> movies I could find. Stuart so- Little and Stuart Better. Oh my god, Stuart Little too. Littler. This time he's smaller. So that, Nothing in the rules be... that says a rat can't play soccer. Does he play soccer in that movie? I think he does. I don't know. I haven't seen it in like, like a decade. I don't even I know. Not, I had a vendetta against Stuart Little for literally no reason. <laughs> I hated him. <laughs> nah. um, however, to me, um, despite his prolific directing career, Rob Minkoff is important to me for one reason and one reason only, and that is because he is married to Crystal Kung Minkoff, who is a new member on this season of The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Um, I'm not going to advocate for people to go watch it because I feel like it's a niche audience, but basically it's rich people and they live in Beverly Hills. There's a bunch of spinoffs. Um, the original one was like Orange County, California. Then there's like New Jersey, um, New York, which has gone severely downhill. We don't talk about it. Dallas just got canceled. Um, there was Miami, but it's canceled. But I think it's coming back. Um, but I think it's coming back on Peacock. So okay. probably going to have to pay for that. I know. And they're doing like um, a Housewives All-Star season on Peacock too. And like, I don't want to pay for that. Good for you guys, but I'm not paying for it. Um, there's Atlanta, there's Salt Lake City, there's Potomac. Yes, Salt Lake City. Um, yeah, (laughs) love you carrying the rest of (laughs) that. I think that's it. Learned so much. Um, yeah, I think that's it. Very sad about Atlanta. I didn't tell you. Um, Cynthia and Portia left the cast, and I don't know what I'm what. So now what? (laughs) What now? Literally, that's what me and my sisters were saying. You're like, okay, well, there's no point, like, because those were. I mean, I was partial to Portia. Cynthia was good too, but like once Portia left, I was like, forget it. I don't even know if I'm gonna watch anymore. Um, so heartbreaking. But Beverly Hills, people probably know mostly because of Erica Girardi um, and her ongoing legal troubles <laughs> with um, her husband, Tom Girardi. He used to be a famous lawyer and he still is a famous lawyer, but now he's like in super big trouble because he um, stole money from his clients. So that's that's probably what people will recognize that from um I think she knew I love that this is just me talking (laughs) um I think she knew completely (laughs) about what was happening uh those are my only thoughts um back to are these the first crimes on the pod is this the first uh 
I was just going to say, it's a true crime pod now. We can go into Salt Lake City to Jen Shaw from Salt Lake City. She's being accused of, I think, also fraud. No one quote me on that. I know my sisters and my mom are going to text me and they're going to be like, you're wrong. This is not what she was accused of. I will say legitimately dating this episode as October 1st is when we're recording. Um, Today's the 50th anniversary of Disney World. It opened uh, on October 1st, 1971. Um, so I was listening to podcast The Ride, and they were talking about Disney World for their 50th anniversary, and they had a bunch of specials when Disney first opened, like celebrities at Disney World talking about the wonders of Disney World. A lot of politicians, for some reason, were were like the celebrities, like a lot of people who worked with Nixon, which is so funny because they'd be like, "Oh, um, they're look at all these big politicians enjoying the rides," and then like. Not too long after Watergate happened, <laughs> and they all got this federal just, crimes. And this is just like that. This is just like that. <laughs> this is exactly like it. We're now a true crime podcast, but specifically only following Eric Rizzardi and Jen Shaw. It's, it's a true crime <laughs> podcast, but it's not like murder or anything. It's just like white collar crimes and also like light treason. Right. Um. Yeah, I learned a lot about money at one point in my time, but. Back to uh, Crystal. Crystal's boring now. She had beef with um, Sutton, who I didn't like, but now I do because I was on Crystal's side during their feud because it was like, oh, I cannot remember how it started. I think it was one of those like white people colorblind comments. Um, Crystal is a descendant of Confucius <laughs> for context. She's like the 76th generation down. Uh, that's a big thing. She mentioned it like 27 times. So I think that's how it started. And then there was a whole issue with like Sutton violating her by not knocking on a door to give her coat back. I don't know. It was a very stupid fight, but it took up a lot of episodes. And I was on Crystal's side because what Sutton said was wrong. But now Crystal's boring. And now we only care about Erica. And now we like Sutton because Sutton's the only one who will stand up to Erica. So that's where I, <laughs> that's how I'm doing. And how does this relate to our episode-specific bit, Rebecca? Rebecca? <laughs> because, well, I'm glad you asked, Emma <laughs> Because Crystal and Rob are married, we thought that our episode-specific bit should be, would the characters in the Haunted Mansion be good on The Real Housewives? <laughs> um, so we could probably just jump right into it. Because it's yeah, like, this easy. is The Real Housewives of the Haunted Mansion. So should we start with the man, the myth, the legend himself, Jim? Oh, yeah. Um, I can go first. Yeah. Yeah, you go first. Um, I actually don't have a lot to say, and I thought I would, but I, um, I don't think he would be a good housewife, but he would be a good house husband. So they have, especially in New Jersey, it's huge, where, like, the husbands themselves are also kind of, like, stars in their own way. But, like, I don't know. I just see him being sufficiently catty enough to be a housewife but like house husband works for him it's like a little lesser but still solid still solid he works see i'm i see i said yes not because he's going to be catty but for the opposite reason he does threaten <laughs> violence against uh, ghosts a few times in this film and i think i'm just picturing the reunion special with andy cohen where he throws a punch at one of the other <laughs> housewives <laughs> Or Andy Cohen. That was fun. If you throw the punch at Andy Cohen. <laughs> Not Andy Cohen. We can only dream. 
Um, next is Jim's wife, Sarah. I said no. She's yeah, boring. No. Yeah, she's she so boring. Um, like, there's a part where she's with Ma- she, There's a part. Most of the movie, she's alone with Master <laughs> Gracie, and he's just like describing because he is the Master Gracie who built the house, but he's describing it as if like, oh, my grandfather, because he doesn't yeah. want her to know that he's a ghost. Like asking for a friend. If I'm her and I'm alone with a strange man in his gigantic house, his gigantic scary house, and he's talking to me constantly about the guy that his grandfather was in love with, which in my mind, I'm like, oh, he didn't end up with this girl, but he did marry someone else because he had a kid who had a kid. I'm scared out of my mind the way he's talking about this woman that his grandfather couldn't get with. Yeah. If I'm her. And the whole time she's like, Wow, look at that fireplace. My girl, run! What what is going on? Hello? This so, is analogous to when everybody got um, I think like Lisa Rinna got like subpoenaed for Erica Girardi's case. And she did not run. You should have run. She isn't But it's not even it's not even like creating legal drama. trouble. She's just like, uh-huh. Like she's just agreeing with him. We're like, oh, that's so sad. Like start a fight. I don't know. Sorry, Sarah. Say something. They do a lot of judging of houses. On the okay, Sarah's good at that. So Sarah's good at that, but not good enough. Not good no. enough. She's too nice she at the, the house. house too much. Exactly. Like in the beginning um, when they see the cemetery and she's Jim like, oh, Eddie Murphy. Yeah. He's like, honey, you know they got dead people in the back? And she's like, Oh, it's a spacious grounds or something like that. It's like, no, be mean. <laughs> be mean. Like, oh, yeah. people. Some people have that. Some people have an in-ground pool. Some people have a giant cemetery. It happened. No. No, no, the housewives wouldn't care for that. They would not stand it for wrong. that. They would not like that. Um, next on my list is Michael, their youngest uh, kid, their son. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> He's very dramatic. He's the funniest. I he carried. Um, I loved whenever anything was mildly dangerous, he would literally just walk away. <laughs> Um, I was obsessed with that. He was a little conflict avoidant, but he was dramatic enough about it to make it valid. Yeah, like, I don't think he'd be part of the fight at the dinner table, but you know his confessional is going to be fun. His confessional is great. His facial expressions at the table are great. Yeah, they say it getting, all. I hate to say it. I hate to sound like um, a teen in a movie, but he'd be getting meme. He would be a reaction image <laughs> constantly. <laughs> Okay. Um. Next, we have Megan, their daughter. Megan also, yes. Yes, absolutely. She would be starting fights at the table. She would, cause she was, she was in there in that crib. She would get attacked by zombies. She was in the trenches. She was in the fights. Yes, she's a yes. Yes. Next, we have Gracie. No. Yeah. I said okay. No. I'm on the fence about it because originally I put I would no, too. then I put maybe because I'm like. I don't think he's, like, starting fights, but I think he is creating conflict. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, he was dramatic. Yeah, like, he's not going to start a, He's not going to start a fight, but he is going to say something catty in a confessional that, like, maybe somebody's going to overhear, and then that starts a fight, but he's not going to, like, throw a wine glass at somebody. No. He's not going to flip a table. No. And that's what we need. I think he's, like, Next- a C-list housewife. Like, he's on the show mm-hmm. still. Yeah. But he's nobody's favorite. He at the reunion, he sits the farthest away from Andy Cohen. <laughs> yeah. Uh, next we have the butler, Ramsley. I said yes. That man is creating problems. He killed somebody. <laughs> See, I said I said yes, but not as a housewife. I think he's a producer. He's directing oh, he's them. A- yes. 
<laughs> Wait, that's better. He's the producer on the side. That's like, okay, now go through, go flip the table. Yeah, go. Go Come tell on. your 19 engagements. Hey, guess, guess what she here. did. And he's like, here, give her this glass of wine. Listen, is it poisoned? Who cares? Just no. go give it to her. It's fine. It's fine. And she it's good television. Go. <laughs> and that episode gets the most right. Absolutely. Somebody like, died oh God, on camera. Can you believe? Can you believe Brittany killed Lisa? Um, That's for Ansley. And finally, we have. Madam Leota. I said yes. Yeah, absolutely. I don't actually have any justification. She was just dramatic. Again, she's very dramatic. Um, I I, love the idea of her being carried in on like a pillow or something. (laughs) And then like maybe she has somebody else like with her to be like to throw the glass of wine at Lisa Renna. (laughs) Because she, you know, she has no one. Sorry, she's got the instruments around her that she's just like sending at people oh, yeah. i had no idea what was going on with that by the way in no the ride clue. if you remember in the ride when you go through the seance room there's a bunch of instruments around her and like i forget what she says but one of the lines she says uh talks about playing music from beyond and then the music starts so i think that was a reference to that interesting um but yeah i thought the riddles she spoke in i think if she speaks in riddles <laughs> to solve <laughs> conflicts that just causes more conflict very fun confessional nobody knows what she's talking about <laughs> you have to find the key for the truth to be told producing that what key you have to find the key <laughs> under the so, dead oak tree exactly. there's a ramsley nose and he like he knocks the camera out of the way nobody can know look at it you go get the key <laughs> so no one else can have it and the conflicts keep going okay so that is our episode specific bit yeah um He's trying to make good content. Yeah, basically everybody would have been good on the housewives except Sarah. Yeah, sorry, Sarah. Maybe uh, Gracie. I mean, Gracie was a maybe. Gracie's a maybe. Yeah, he's. I guess he's there because they got to fill out the cast. Yeah, I think it's like if they got desperate and they were like, "All right, we just need somebody rich." Yeah, he's rich. He's got. I a, mean, he's, he's got a big house. He fits that, right? He fits it. Yeah. So now let's actually talk about the movie. <laughs> we should talk about the movie. <laughs> we spent like half our time talking about the real housewife i get a treat that was my that's my mom <laughs> but it was. i liked it um i kind of want to talk about the premise of it because it's very much just like it's every trope they could fit with the dad's working too hard and then also like oh no we're trapped in this haunted house like i think they could have had more fun with that considering how many characters they have from the ride that people love right like um, um like two of the most iconic characters from the ride, in my opinion, are Constance Hatchaway, the attic bride, and uh, the Hatbox Ghost, who's also in the attic. He's not, I don't think he's in Disney World. He is in Disneyland. Is that, but... is Disney World the one where they're refurbishing him? Mm-hmm. Okay. I think he's coming back. I want him yeah. back. Please. Please. Everyone, bring him back. He's I, I could have, I feel like I remember him being, was he not? When I don't he think went, he was there. There's like representation of him in the attic because there's like a portrait. Then maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Because I don't think he's actually in it. I know he's in Disneyland though. I'm like, okay, bring him, bring him across the country. Come on. Can we have okay. him on the East Coast, please? Um, but like those are two very iconic characters. A lot of people know them. Not in the Not film at all. At all. I think if they were to make one now, honestly. They could make one just focusing on Constance because she murdered four people. Like, you know, I mean, she's got a really great backstory. Yeah, she I, murdered, want, I would want to know more about her. She murders men for their money. What else? She beheads them. What else do you need? She's a girl 
boss. She really, she's the original girl boss, genuinely. No, she is. Um, yeah, I'm very tired. I mean, it's 2003, so I feel like it was kind of like fine at that point. But where we stand now, what, 18 years later? Um, I'm very tired of the trope of like, oh man, the dad works too much. Like, okay. I don't know. Like, I'm sorry about that, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, sorry. Just... Sorry your dad worked so hard. Anyway, can we get a conflict in the there, movie? Yeah, I don't know. It just wasn't a plot line I cared about. And I don't know. I don't feel like it got adequate resolution. No, they just were like, okay, we're going to go to the lake now. Yeah, and then I guess at the end, they're on their way to the lake again, but they're also with the bus and Madame Leota. Yeah, the whole and family. Like, okay, like it's like when right. you bring your dog on a trip, you know? <laughs> exactly. The, fam- sure. the family pets, Madame Leota, and four singing bus. Somebody who used to be an actual person is now a family pet. Yeah, um, sucks. But yeah, oh, there's other characters like Little Leota is the um at the end of the ride. Oh yeah, and she's like, don't forget your death certificate or whatever. Yeah, she's right? like, hurry back. Don't forget your death certificate. Uh, people like her. She's not there. I don't want to sound like a Debbie Downer, though, because I did say I really like this movie, because I do. Mm-hmm. There are, like, little Easter eggs, at least. Like, the um the graveyard, when they're going through the graveyard and all the ghosts are hanging out. Yeah. Like, chock full of them. Oh, yeah. I mean, the yeah, hitchhiking, hitchhiking ghosts, ghosts are right there. Right. Iconic. We have the dueling guys from the dueling portraits. Who, who mm-hmm. Guess what? They're dueling. I don't remember those. <laughs> but okay. Um, um, essentially, their portrait, when it changes, they just... um. They shoot each other and they were shooting okay. each other. Yeah, because I was thinking about the stretching room at one point and they didn't have that, but they did have like he walked past like, a picture of like I think it was like Napoleon or something. Yes. And it changed to like a skeleton and like mm-hmm. the skeleton horse. And I was like, okay. Um yeah, it was... had the fun wallpaper too. Yeah, the wallpaper was in it. And then the, the the changing portrait, that's like the ones that they have, like when you first, in the Disney World version, you first get on the Doom buggy, you go through the portrait hall, and then they have all the doors shaking, which you were not I don't like of. that one. I don't like that. I don't like that. Because I legitimately thought one of them was going to open, and I'm like, I'm too, I'm too close to these doors. And then the clock's going around, and I don't like it. I just don't like that. I don't like well, it. <laughs> back in the 80s, I think it was Disneyland that did this. I don't know if they did in Disney World. But they had scare actors in the ride. Yeah, they would have been hurt. They would have been hurt. <laughs> would have been, I would have been swinging. Left out of that doom buggy. <laughs> uh, I was very tense the entire time for no reason. It's literally a ride made for a six-year-old. But was it scary to me? Yes, it was. Oh, I also wanted to mention when they were in the carriage, when uh, Ezra and Emma were taking them out in the carriage to go to the graveyard. Um, I don't remember. I think they had like skeleton horses or something. Or maybe they just yeah, like... I can't remember where that carriage, which one is that at? Is that the Disneyland one? In Disney, well, they have it's a not, carriage outside. It's not like a carriage per se, but it reminded me of the hearse with the um floating rain. The hearse, that's what it was. Yeah. In Disney World. I think they might have Disneyland too, but I know in Disney World they have it. Because I've been like, look. Do. I don't remember a- the queue. I knew, I knew what that was referencing though. Like that I got. There is a rumor, it's been debunked, but it's insane, so I'm going to talk about it anyway. Um, there's a rumor that the hearse that's used in Disney World was the same hearse that Mormon church leader Brigham Young. Yes, I heard that. I'm obsessed. 
they're saying it, it's not true don't don't ruin it like that to me to me oh my god what's that line from black widow don't say that it was real to me well, <laughs> the mormon church was basically like that's not true Brigham Young didn't even have a hearse. He had pole bear- bearers. So there, like that's better. <laughs> yeah, all right, that's worse. Wow, Mormons. And we get brought back to the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. How do we do this? How have we done this? Well, there's um, another rumor too that I don't know, this hasn't been confirmed or not, that Knott's Berry Farm wanted to buy the hearse from an auction for their own like scary ghost town. And the guy selling it basically called up the Imagineers who had been interested and was like, hey, there's they're going out to get a check. If you want this hearse, come and get it. So Disney scooped it out from under Knott's Berry Farm. Is Knott's Berry Farm the one with the really scary stuff? Yes. I, I listened to another podcast for an episode all about uh Knott's Berry Farm and the Halloween Horror Nights. Um, Knott's Berry Farm once they had an interview with one of the guys who runs it. Don't remember his name, I'm very sorry. But he was talking about how he designed one of their like houses or mazes to just get not scare you but just stress you out insanely i don't want like that he just go through all stress and i think it was his boss who was going through it because basically he was tasked with something that was long making something longer because all mm. their stuff is like 10 to 15 minutes he's like we need like a 20 to 30 minute house because we need that's way to too like, long because he's like we need something to like get people you know like a people leader like- is what it's called Oh, those yeah. types of rides are called, you know, where you get a lot of people in them at one time. Like the Haunted Mansion is a people eater because you get a lot of people in it. Oh, I thought that was the name of the actual ride. I thought it was like a cannibal themed ride. I'm oh, no. stressed out for a second. No, people eater. It's just like a terminal, a term they use for a ride that takes a lot of people in because it gets oh, them okay. out of the park. Yeah, that's fine. But they wanted a, like a people eater house. So one that just got a lot of people out of the park and into the house. So he came up with the stressed one that like literally the first room they would like give you a key and then the second room you would have to give it to somebody to get to the next room and the third room they'd be like where's the key why'd you get the key where's the key and it just really freak you out essentially i don't like it um, i would cry so the, the his boss goes through it and he's like yeah that was great but it was not nearly long enough that was only like 10 minutes and they were like you were in there for 35 minutes and he was <laughs> like no that was not anywhere close to 35 minutes. And they're like, check the security cameras. You were in there for 35 minutes. And they went back and he was in there for 35 minutes getting stressed Wait. out. I feel so counterintuitive to what I would say. I feel like if you're stressed out, you think you're in there for like an hour. Yeah, right. Okay. And then I don't know if it was that in there somewhere. or a different one, but there was one where you walked into a room and it smelled like urine, just like so badly of urine. And the lines, Ooh. the walls were lined with like, urine samples fake obviously but it was, supposed to, I, think it was like, I think it was like a medical thing like it was supposed to be like a medical thing and then in order to move into the next room you had to drink a cup of warm apple juice that had salt like that was salted so basically they're like you have to drink pee what <laughs> anyway Knott's Berry Farm is the one that has the peanuts characters walking around in it Knott's Berry Farm is unhinged that's in- <laughs> I think I would just cry the entire time I remember I didn't go to that Six Flags trip because I was too it was like baby Halloween Horror Nights I'm like nope nope you guys have fun you don't want to drink piss at Nassau Farm <laughs> I feel like I would do better drinking the warm apple juice though than whatever's going on in that key house it, too much because I'm already stressed out do you give me the key I'm probably already crying and then you got like 
there's gotta be like a side exit in the third room so you can take me out because I'm having a panic attack by that point like I'm not doing well I'm not built for scary things I think it was the stress house or maybe it was a different one but there was one where they had an actress with your group the entire time who was like acting like she lost her boyfriend like oh and she was like oh great like like oh he sent me in here by myself that's like blah blah blah, like complaining about it and then basically by the end of it you have to hang her like with a noose what (laughs) like she disappears for a second like before the last room and then she reappears and it's almost like a saw trap where it's like you have to press a button to leave and then if you press the button she gets hanged and it's all fake but I don't I think they had to get rid of it because people were getting so like scared yeah. like, they thought it was real I'm like, like traumatic you can't even tell it I'm so like I would genuinely upset thinking about it because I can see it in my head and I'm like oh my god no that's that's bad I think there's military farm too this is all from the podcast this is me remembering a podcast the right episode I listened to a week ago so take everything with a grain of salt of course but um not to farm they also used to do a witch burning like every hour okay they would like sorry they would like fake burn a witch um but they ended up getting rid of that because the local wicca society was like hey <laughs> that was the problem but not people yeah. being like oh you can't <laughs> anyway Knott's Berry Farm to me is most notable for their boys and very festival so not very farm wasn't there like a shack tweet years and years and years ago <laughs> <laughs> I was like I'm going to Knott's Berry and that's what I think of. and for some reason I make the jump from shack to Knott's Berry Farm tweet to scary I don't know where the scary comes from I just know I don't know. I, just, I think I, on their website, because I looked at their website recently, just <laughs> see when the Boysenberry Festival is. It's in the spring. Okay. Um, they have Not Scary Farm, which is the insane stuff. Yeah, bad. And then they have Not Scary Spooky Nights, which is like, the peanut characters are here, and Lucy's dressed like a witch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and Snoopy's in a pumpkin costume. Yeah, I'm going to that. <laughs> have fun with your stress house. I'm hanging out with Snoopy in his pumpkin costume because that's messed up. That's all messed up. Yeah, they got to Shut it down. Shut it down. I mean, Mickey, like, what's this? He's got his Mickey's not so scary Halloween party where I feel like I, bad news. I think I'd be scared of that too. I'm not gonna lie to you. I mean, the fireworks show, they got some scary voiceover. They got Paul Freeze. I was, was not doing well in that stretching room. I was not doing well. That exactly it. it's basically just like I, th- I i assume it's just the audio from the ride like all spliced up to make a part of a fireworks show probably so that it's yeah, that was... voice the tony the tiger-esque voice um i well in the stretching room um i told you i almost had the panic attack in my classroom the other day because my professor goes oh there's no windows in here and I'm like it's just like the stretching room there's no windows and there's no doors I can't get out yeah I wasn't doing well um is this haunted lecture hall actually stretching (laughs) or do you just really want to go get lunch right now are you tired of learning about gastrulation I I think the stretching room is probably my second favorite part of the ride after the attic um now that I have done it it's fun, maybe. I say that now, but if you take me back like tomorrow, I think I'd cry again. Um, I mean, they don't have the hanging corpse like they do in Disneyland. God, 
because that was like no because I was watching a video essay where some guy tried to ride the haunted mansion like 13 times in one night he didn't do it he wrote it like four um but it was like their big like 50th anniversary or something no well, Disneyland, I don't know how long not Disneyland um Disney oh my god the Haunted Mansion in Disneyland opened in 1969, so it could have been 50th. It could have been, been, yeah, I feel like ago. that sounds right. I don't know. There was a whole, like, they did a whole presentation. That scared me, too, because they put the voice through the whole park. I would have, no, I would have been out. Um, I would not have done well. But he, like, took video, and he showed the top, and you see the guy, and I'm like, uh-uh, uh-uh, yeah. that's graphic. I also you see the little thing about fun movie. thing about that because Disneyland stretching room is an elevator that takes you down mm-hmm. before it stretches and takes you down. Take it's literally the hanging thing is like I think like half a foot away from the ceiling. Like it's very close to the people. That's why it's so dark in there. I don't like that. I, I don't think like that's, that. It's also for podcast the ride. So you have to stop telling me things. This is making me scared. <laughs> um, <laughs> breaking news: Rebecca cannot get through the rest of. Um, <laughs> um, we're just not talking about this movie anymore <laughs> we're just talking about the ride um did have movie related stuff to say um so first of all jump scares there were like three maybe uh 99 of the time it was ramsley i knew it would be ramsley i jumped anyway uh, <laughs> one time though it was zombie eddie murphy and that was a legitimate jump i wasn't ready and i didn't like it because he looked at himself and i guess a zombie-fying mirror bad the (laughs) zombie-fying mirror (laughs) it scared me um oh i wanted to mention when uh megan is getting the key from the corpse which is i think a reference to the one when you first get in the house that's like trying to the coffin coffin. yeah that's what i thought of too but um when she does pull it out of his hands um they're wet like it makes a wet sound i heard that too i was like Ugh. i'm like those are bones why are they wet because it's i don't know it's moist down there because they got the water yeah, the water for some reason oh my god and then she goes in the water i was like Ugh. um yeah. yeah so based on how scared i got at the ripe old age of i forgot my age <laughs> um older than the target audience um i if i'm assuming the target audience is like kids who watch disney channel so like somewhere yeah, between oh, oh what? this is the first movie they played on Disney channel to have like quote unquote like swear words in it. i was just gonna say i was just gonna say because they yeah i saw that um yeah that threw me off completely i was like who that was another thing i was like who is this movie for me i was yeah um i just think like I wrote, if I was any younger than age 10, this would scare me uh, very badly because of that crypt scene specifically. Um, I would have been scared. I would have been very, very scared. Like, I remember watching, like, Harry Potter and, like, what is it called? It was the second one. The Chamber of Secrets. The Basilisk. Is that Harry Potter called? and the Chamber of Commerce. Right. Um, is it the Basilisk? Is that what it's called? I don't know. The giant, like, dragon-snake hybrid scared me so bad so bad so I would not have made it through this movie if I was anywhere near where I thought the target audience for this was um that's not criticism that's just me being a baby (laughs) I used to watch this movie 
all the time in the network formerly known as ABC Family because he used to play it all the time for 31 Nights of Halloween. On and brand, now yeah. it is just Hocus Pocus. It's the only movie allowed. I haven't seen Hocus Pocus in a few years. Um, um, you can watch it. I'm pretty fine. sure if you put on Freeform at any point during October, <laughs> it, it will be on. If you are listening to this podcast at 8 in the morning, it's probably still there. Focus, focus is probably on freeform. If you're listening at eight at night, focus, focus is probably on freeform. It's there. Um, it I wanted to there. mention, because I mentioned The Walking Dead constantly, 2003 right. was a big year for zombies. Because that's where The Walking Dead com- comic started. Oh, the comic. Yeah, the show started in 2010. The comic oh. started in 2003. And then we have Zombie Eddie Murphy. Which was big scary. year. And the whole crypt scene. On the big crypt. year for zombies. Um, Very scary. I... I guess it's a circle back to the ride, ultimately. Um, so they, the movie, from what I'm guessing, based on their license plate, is set in Louisiana. And I know that's be- probably because the um, Haunted Mansion in, was it Disney World? Disneyland is based in Louisiana. Disneyland. Plantation house architecture. Okay, sure. <laughs> uh, I believe you. So Disneyland is based off of Louisiana plantation-style architecture, so it's probably because of that. But then when I was watching one of those video essays, they were talking about how the Haunted Mansion and the Pirates of the Caribbean, you've heard me tell this story like 10 times, but I have to mention it because of this episode. Um, They talked about this guy, Gene Lafitte, or John Lafitte. I don't know how to say it. Um, He's French though. And apparently he connects Pirates of the... (laughs) He's got feet. Um, John Lafitte. John the... Yeah. Um, anyway, so somehow he connects Pirates of the Caribbean and a Haunted Mansion. I did not look too much into this because I've watched, I watched the video essay like a month ago and it like flew over my head, but is it Disney World or Disneyland? I think it's Disneyland again, but it's in New Orleans Square because it's Louisiana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. in Disneyland, it's in New Orleans Square. Disney World is in Liberty Square, which is where the Muppets do their Liberty show. Yes, because I remember laughing at that. That's at me. <laughs> I saw, I listened to the podcast The Ride episode about Muppet Vision and they talked about that the Muppets doing their little liberty show. And there's a few different ones they do and it made me think of you. Yeah, because it was so funny because we left what was it, Liberty Tavern or whatever? The Beastry Tavern. One of the I was best. Close. I, was I love close that place. And I thought we leave it and there's Fozzie Bear going, and we're your founding fathers, and it took me out. <laughs> that was it. I laughed. Fozzie like, Bear is the Hatbox ch- ghost in ha- Muppet Haunted Mansion, which drops on October 8th. It still is already on the thingy. Oh, maybe no, they already put the trailer up. The trailer's been know, up for like a month. You didn't believe yeah, me that this was a real thing that was happening. I told you, I thought it was me. You were making it up because it's a little like too niche. But I was like, there's no way. There's no way. It's the Muppets first then, Halloween special and they made it for me. And then I saw Muppet the trailer after we recorded the last episode. And I was like, oh my God, this is a legitimate thing that they made. And it was not her delusions. Um <laughs> Anyway, so John Lafitte, there's a sign about him in like New Orleans Square or something. And I guess he's based off a real person who was like a French pirate guy. All of this information is probably incorrect. I got off like Wikipedia. Um, But he had like some pirate ship and some battle of New Orleans. And so I guess there's references to him in New Orleans Square, but also in both of those rides. And there's super like loose, loose references, but like people have said that they're connected. Sure. In no other way are they connected. In no other way. I mean, if you go to what place? France? 
Disneyland Paris. Yeah, it gets connected to like Big Thunder Railroad or whatever that ride is that I still have. I also have not been on. Yeah, we didn't get to go on that during our trip because there was lightning and that ride was closed because it's bad. Yeah. And sucks. that's how you ended up on the Carousel of Progress because some people made reservations for Space Mountain and I didn't. And then I got stuck on the Carousel of Progress. And I remember <laughs> I third wheeled hard with two of our friends because our other friends were annoying me so bad. So when one of them was like, oh, you want to get ice cream? And he meant to only speak to one person. I was like, let's go. Because <laughs> I'm like, if I'm sitting here for one more second, I'm going to get violent. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> I was already getting ice cream with another friend. We were not making those reservations. There was lightning. They were shutting down Space Mountain intermittently throughout the day. Nightmare experience for like everybody but me, pretty much. I, uh, I got an up-themed ice cream cone. Oh, wait, that's cute. We just went to like some ice cream parlor on the main street or whatever. And well, we were. It was in a cup or something. I don't know. It was fun. We were in Tomorrowland, and I think it was, pro- it was probably Anti-Gravities, uh, because I think that's the name of the dessert place there. Sure. Which is- All I remember is no one would go on the people mover with me, and I was like, whatever. Well, Anti-Gravities mm-hmm. is like the treats place. It's connected to the Merchant of Venus, which is my favorite name for a store ever, which is just yeah, like fun. a merch store. But um, it was a delicious ice cream. That's what I remember from it. Yeah, I remember the ice cream being good. We sat outside to see the fireworks, and then there were a lot of announcements that the fireworks kept getting pushed back uh, because of the possible impending storm. And then eventually the fireworks happened, like right as we were about to leave the park. So that was fun. Um, I had a real thing to say. Phantom Manor? Well, Phantom Manor is great. I wasn't even going to get into it, but we can get into it if you want. Well, so you're going to connect it to Big Thunder Railroad because the, the Phantom. Oh, yeah. The Phantom. I, talk about that. I forgot I was mentioning that. <laughs> I have no idea where I'm going at any point. Um, so I think the plot is like, it's a better plot than anything I've ever heard ever. Um, there's some girl. And I forgot her name. Melanie Ravenswood. Dad. Oh, okay. Melanie Ravenswood and her dad father Ravenswood yeah I don't know his name. he's not a <laughs> cool ride so he had it yeah he had a name he owns like Big Thunder Railroad or something and now they have this fancy mansion because he started like a mining town or whatever because of it so they're super rich and then she gets engaged to some guy and then the night of their wedding he's dead oh no and also I think the dad died before that question mark sure did he die before that I don't I remember about that Somebody please correct us. Please. Yeah. Um, um, I'm going to talk about hus- uh, sure. husband dead, uh, killed by some mysterious phantom. Phantom turns out to be her dad. And that's the whole plot of the thing. It's awesome. 10 out of oh. 10. So I want to talk about the actual houses themselves, the haunted mansions. Okay. <laughs> because in California, in Disneyland, mm-hmm. it's a plantation style house. In Florida, Disney World, and uh, Tokyo Disney, it's like a Victorian house, mm-hmm. like a New England Victorian house. And then in Disneyland Paris, it's um, like a Western house. Yeah, because of the railroad. Yeah. Um, and the reason for that, it's, I think Tony Baxter was the Imagineer who said this, not sure. But he basically was like, yeah, we chose to do Southern in California and New England in Florida and Tokyo and then the Wild West in Paris because those are completely foreign 
to the areas they're in. Like, you know, somebody from Florida might be used to a plantation style house, but they're not used to like a New England Victorian house. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of supposed to add to like the, the strangeness of the house. Like something's off here. Who built this here? Why would this be where it is? I love that they think that far because I literally was just like, ooh, big house. There's stuff in it. <laughs> um, for them, their work <laughs> goes unappreciated by me. So sorry. Well, the um, haunted mansion in Disneyland kept getting pushed back. It was like in development hell for a while. Rip. Because it, like they started they started thinking about it in the 50s, and then 1961 was when they really started tangibly thinking about it. The facade was up, so like the actual house part was up in 1963, which was when it was set to open. Did not open until 69. Hate to see it. Walt died, and then a lot of stuff just went haywire, and they kept changing who was the head of it, and it didn't actually end up opening until six years after they said it would. But they had just this big foreboding house, like, off Main Street in Disneyland. And people were still going to Disneyland. So it started getting all these rumors around it, like, oh, they were supposed to build a haunted mansion, but it was too scary, so they had to shut it down, and blah, blah, blah. So it actually started getting urban legends. It is too legends. scary. It started getting urban legends like cropping up around it, which I think is cool because that's how haunted houses work. They are right. It is too scary. <laughs> no, it's fine. Um, I did have, I think this is like my big thing that I wanted to talk about. The end credit song. Yes. <laughs> um, I have so many thoughts. So when the movie ends, and we go to the credits. You hear like a clock chime. So I'm like, yeah, Haunted Mansion. And we're going to get some nice classical music. No, you go straight into a rap song by Nelly. And it's insane. It's insane. Um, so the song also came out in 2003. It is called Is You. It is by Nelly. Um, I was very impressed with my recognition skills of Nelly. Um, for anyone who is struggling to place that name, he was the hot in here guy um probably also country grammar I don't know how many people know that one I know that one I like that one um I have no idea (laughs) despite all my research I have no idea why this movie is in it however people in 2003 complained a lot about that um I found (laughs) in my research I found a thread of I guess parents complaining um they were watching MTV when the preview for the Haunted Mansion movie came on and Nelly is in is in it um so it turns out that the um music video is really similar to the Haunted Mansion in that um Nellie inherits a mansion in the music video from his recently deceased uncle and throws a party. But the house is haunted, so his guests start falling victim to the curses. Nellie then fights the evil spirit, which is also played by him, and using an enchanted orb he received from a zombie, he throws the orb at the evil spirit and defeats it. And then that frees the ghost of the mansion. So I guess that's, it's, yeah, I don't know why this is in it, but parents were very upset. Um, There's a lot of comments in this thread (laughs) that I found that I'm now obsessed with about Disney wanting to be cool and hip. Um, People were very upset. So 
yeah um the song was notable to us because we thought the background sounded like judge judy i can confirm it's not judge judy it's actually the people's court did you i don't know if you watched it (laughs) no excuse me that's judge bill yan come on I, did, I never watched people's court but I, I did it. I did so step it up um but regardless the song was not successful in the United States at all but was okay in the United Kingdom it peaked at 36 quite it, the whiplash that I experienced insane so I thought what they would do was like so there's Grim Running Ghost is the main song in the ride they do it a couple times in the movie. The bus sing it. It's yeah. uh, in the background as part of the score. It's a good time. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just assumed they were going to get somebody to just do it. I think it would have been very funny if Nelly rapped Groovy and Ghosts. Missed opportunity. Uh, instead, we get Is You, I-Z-U. Um, because I they have stuff like that all the time. Like You can even look at like Beauty and the Beast. They have, uh, oh, who was it? Ariana Grande and John Legend did it for the Legend. new version. Um. Or you can look at how they wrapped Be Our Guest in the Descendants movie. They what? They wrapped Be Our Guest in the Descendants movie. In which one? Descendants. I think it's the first one. I completely missed that because that's the only Descendants movie I saw. Uh, Belle and the Beast's son. I forgot his name, but he wraps it. Uh, uh, So stuff like that. And then recently, I saw it on Twitter. um, There's a song, Home. I think is what it's called from the Beauty and the Beast Broadway musical. It was on Broadway. Yeah, it was on Broadway. It's the first Disney on Broadway project, actually. Huh. But it was okay. it was on Broadway when we were not born and infants. Like we would not have been able to go. <laughs> I mean, we would have, but like I, I think no one would have had late '90s, early 2000s, and we're both O1 babies, so we would have barely made it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. For I think it's because of the new season of High School Musical, the musical, the series. Um, they have a pop punk cover of the song Home from the Beauty and the Beast Broadway musical. If you want to give those a listen, I highly encourage you to listen to the original and then that one back to back because it's insane. So Home in the Broadway musical takes place like, I think it's like right after Belle gets to the Beast castle. And basically she's singing about how if he thinks that like this is gonna, like he's gonna be able to break her down, he can't. She's only there because she loves her father, blah, blah, blah. And then they just add, like, guitar in the back. Like, it's literally like, yes, I made the choice for Papa, I will stay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I don't know, guys. <laughs> All right. Hey, guys, I liked the first season of High School Musical, the musical, the series. The musical, the series. <laughs> um, I didn't watch the second one, though. Um, what happened? I didn't watch any of it. Um, much like we discussed last time it is one of those things that now that it is out of the culture consciousness I just can't be bothered like stranger things I will never see there is nothing for me in the year of our lord 2021 (laughs) to gain from either of those shows it's okay I as someone who watched all three seasons of it I probably will not watch the fourth one I don't care anymore um Anyway, yeah, I really wish they had gotten somebody to just rap from Pretty Ghost. I think it would have been very funny. Missed, seriously missed opportunity. Um, if literally anyone knows how this song ended up in this movie, though, I'm dying to know. Nelly, um, if you're listening, and we know you are. Crystal Kung Minkoff, if you are listening. And we know um, you are. And we know you are. So sorry I said you're boring now. Um, wow. Let us know. 
Um, also loved that her and Rob Minkoff's first date was to the Finding Nemo premiere. I was like, ah, that's so cute. Oh, I really that's think fun. Like Haunted Mansion premiere. No, um, no, because they started dating in before it. <laughs> that wasn't a real year. I don't know. I think it's before the Haunted Mansion. I had a year, and now I don't. I well, Nemo, I it. thought came out in two thousand three too. Did like, it as well? I think so. It's the first, the Finding Nemo was actually the first movie I ever saw in theaters. I don't remember it, but one of my parents. Okay, was. I have no idea when Finding Nemo came out. Oh yeah, it is also Finding Nemo. Wait, then what was he doing? Oh, so she knew him post Haunted Mansion, I guess. Does it say Willem Dafoe was in Haunted Mansion? Not Haunted Mansion. Uh, Finding Nemo. He was in Finding Nemo. I guess so. He was not in Haunted Mansion. That would have been no. Willem Dafoe was Ramsley in the remake. That's what they need to do. So. Finding Nemo actually came out before the Haunted Mansion. Yeah, like I assume it's a summer months. release. That it was. was it was a May release. Yeah. Yeah. And then this was a November twenty sixth release, which is insane. Why wasn't it released around Halloween? I was just gonna say that doesn't make any sense. It's a month late. It's literally you, our first Halloween. You blew movie. it. You blew it. Um, this is not a Thanksgiving flick. Although big news, um, this might be the first movie we've done so far that broke more than broke even on its original release so Good big stuff big stuff, stuff. Was, i don't think they took um, me to see this as like a two-year-old no uh unfortunately it did garner mostly negative reviews from critics and currently has a 14 percent on rotten tomatoes don't listen to that though no it i liked a, it it's fun it, it's a romp it was a decent movie i i don't know if i would seek it out again i would but like we know <laughs> but like if like we were hanging out and you were like oh i'm gonna put it on like i would not leave your house I'd be like, this is fine. If you did it with not another teen movie, I might leave your house, though. I don't know. Depends yeah. on how I'm feeling. Um, I'm probably going to watch this at least one more time this month. So, <laughs> that's, <laughs> so that's where we stand on it. I mean, it was good. I don't know. Maybe I'll revisit it. Um, yeah. We should move on to our Zodiac signs, though, for everybody. With the part that people came here to listen to. What do we think about Jim from <laughs> The Haunted Mansion? It's a burning question on everybody's mind. Um, yeah, should we just jump right into it? Yeah, let's, do, let's jump into Jim. All right. Um. Okay, so I had Jim. I couldn't decide. He has to be a fire sign. Yeah. I couldn't decide between Aries or Leo. Aries was mostly a vibe. Leo was more like, I don't know, he's always like putting himself out there. I can't like, it was also vibes. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I had him as a Leo or a Sagittarius. I did not think Sagittarius, because that man was not fun enough to be a Sagittarius. I didn't like him that much. I liked him. I like Jim. I think he could have fun if he wanted to, but I think he's too focused on the career. I do say Leo more than Sagittarius. I was going to say, yeah, it was, because I, I just think of Sagittarius, like, they're more spontaneous. He really wasn't, because he did have that one couple that was like, oh, you sold our house. Let us buy you, like, 10,000 drinks. And he was like, mm, gotta leave. But that's because he had to get to the lake, where he was probably going to you know, have a good time with his family. Mm, he didn't. No, he looks um, like he went to a haunted mansion and yeah. uh, his wife made out with the ghost. But it wasn't really his wife, but it was, but it wasn't. Yeah, that was... Help this help. My least favorite scene. What I will say is um, Ramsley being the murderer was good. Yeah. It was expected, but good. Anyway, Sarah, the wife who makes out with Gracie, but not really the wife because it's Elizabeth, but we're not covering Elizabeth because she has like two lines. Yeah, she got her character trait just gets murdered. <laughs> so I'm so um, sorry to Elizabeth. Yeah. 
Sarah's character trait is fireplace. She loves um, it. She loves that fireplace. Um, well, the fireplace I, ends up opening hell, so good for her. She knew. Um, so I said Libra derogatory. <laughs> um, she didn't do anything, but I I remember she made a few like throwaway comments about like oh it's so sad that like your grandfather lost his true love or like blah 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 or like oh the wedding dress is so pretty and I know that's supposed to be a stereotype of Libras that like we love love or like whatever I don't know it's the best I could do for fireplace girl (laughs) okay before before I say mine I did want to say because I wrote it down the wedding dress, I usually do not like an empire waist at all. I hate an empire waist because I know it would make me, no, make me look like I'm with child. Um, <laughs> it was a beautiful dress, though. I liked the no, wedding dress. No, it was dress. fine. It was good. Um, I hated her eyeshadow, but that's a consequence of 2003. I liked it. <laughs> I knew you would. Um, I think it looked like ghostly. It was cute. I wouldn't wear that on myself, personally. Fine. What did you think of his like military uniform to get married? Oh, I literally wrote down, I'm like 80% sure they reused that costume in the 2015 Cinderella. Like, I I feel okay, like the enough. prince wore that at some point. I, I don't remember. I just remember Lily James's dress. So. Yeah, I last time I watched that movie was 2015, but I don't, it just had yeah. flashbacks. So I'm like, I feel like that was in the Disney vault and they just pulled it back out. Probably. Um, oh, also okay, like the gold part. dress she was wearing at the end when she's a ghost. and Oh, like, pretty. Yeah, Elizabeth's ghost, like, ascends. Anyway, I said Sarah was an Aquarius because it's the same thing with air signs. Not like she's a rebel. Okay. That's the that's the stereotype we assigned with Ramona. Right. And she's a rebel. It's more like she's kind of like in her own world doing her own thing because she seemed very obli- oblivious on that trip, like touring the place with Gracie. Because he's making some creepy comments about his quote unquote grandpa's dead ex-girlfriend. And she's just like, this fireplace is so lovely. So nice. Like, girl, so nice. girl you're out of the clouds. Listen. You're with a creep. Girl, if you don't pay attention. <laughs> um, so that's what I had. Either way, have... air sign. Yeah, either way, it's fine. Um, next, we have Michael, their son. Um, that child was afraid of spiders. He was, I, I felt like he was practical in avoiding danger. Every time there was something mildly scary, that man walked away, and he was rational about it. He's a Virgo. Okay. I said he was a Pisces, which is a Virgo sister sign, because oh. fear. <laughs> Literally okay, just because okay. he was very dramatic. But they both work. I think that, yeah. Um, we have Megan next. My Megan is kind of all over the place because I could not decide. I settled on either a Leo or a Capricorn. <laughs> Oh, I said she was an Aries. Um, Capricorn, I don't know. I just felt like she was she was industrious. She was working. She was putting in the effort. Um, she was working hard to try to solve this mystery. Um, and I don't know why Virgo felt wrong. And then Leo, just because she was extroverted, outspoken, brave. I like it felt fire signy, but like. I don't know I it's hard because I don't know enough about like Aries women because I thought I had Aries too but I was like I, See, I don't know about that the it's only not thing, Sagittarius though it's the only God. thing I know about Aries women when compared to Aries men is that Aries women are funny so 
sorry, it was men. You're not funny though. No, uh, Megan was funny though. Megan was great. She was brave. Megan was great. Brave and outgoing. Well, but that's, I said, I said Leo. I say that. I feel like that's like, like shared between fire signs generally. So yeah, it works. I just felt like I can see yours a Capricorn too, though. Yeah, I didn't have any. And she was so dedicated. That yeah, I don't have any earth signs on this list. The only one I came close to putting as an earth sign was Sarah because I was like, well, she's a girl boss working woman, but at the end of the day, fireplace. Except fireplace. Yeah. Um next we have Gracie. I also put Libra. <laughs> um not really any justification for this. Libra men bad. All men bad. But like Libra men are supposed to be bad. And I just think men combined with the stereotypes of libra where he's like so focused on his long lost love it was i don't know i know that's supposed to be a libra trait i don't know see the intense focus on his long lost love made me say he was a cancer (laughs) yeah i know i'm taking it personally it's fine it's fine he's also i mean i don't know many cancer men um, but from what I've heard, they're not like the sharpest tool in the shed to borrow a line from All Star by Smash Mouth. Um, not from what I've heard. <laughs> so I don't think he's very smart. Gracie comes off as a himbo to me because he did not figure out that his creepy butler, who anybody can point he, to as a murderer from miles away, killed his he was an uh, fiance. Obsessive himbo. I just feel like himbo was more of an air sign thing. I cannot name you. A water sign him i hesitate but i really can't i thought i could but i was wrong um well to me we get you can. To talk it's, about it's that. edward gracie yeah i mean i get to talk about the possible water sign himbo that's not a water sign himbo because now we're here with ramsley and i called him the scorpio and yes, that is because he opened the portal to hell and went where he belonged <laughs> and he tried to drag jim down with them he's evil he is dark. he's creepy and he went where he deserved to go and scorpio men yeah scorpio men yeah sorry to scorpios out there um i'm sure you guys i'm not that sorry and i'm sure you're not all going to hell nor do you all want to sleep with your biological siblings like Uh, i know what oh yeah scorpios don't want to do that last part but the first part scorpios i know maybe stay there um and that's it for us wait no we forgot leota did you do leota oh i did not do leota i mean i can (gasps) oh okay i had leota okay i said she was a leo or a sagittarius there's basically no justification of this she was just dramatic and she had to be a fire sign because of the way it's just her yeah i mean i'd say leo too i mean at the end of the movie when she's doing her little riddles like she's the center of attention exactly i was feeling more leo than sagittarius i think it's yeah i think leo makes sense yeah okay and now that's okay, the end of that's actually afterwards. <laughs> um so what would you rate this movie out of 10 i feel like we're gonna have very different ratings for once because gonna... first two we had very similar um i mean probably like a six and okay this is gonna be like a 12 out of 10 and <laughs> No, because realistically, I was thinking like a 6.5, maybe even a 7, because this is definitely rewatchable for me. Uh, yeah, I think it's rewatchable. It's just like, how much would I rewatch it? I don't know. We have we have yet to see. See, when I was a kid, it used to be a Halloween movie for me. Like, every October, I'd watch it, and then it kind of just fell off. I feel like watching it now, it's going to become a Halloween movie for me again. 
So I think that I, I, I'd probably, I'm more comfortable saying 6.5, but I think it could be bumped to a seven. Like that Scott is so much closer than I thought we were going to end up. Yeah, I thought, I thought you were going to be like three, two. No, it's not that low. It really like wasn't that bad. I like, I got, I got really hung up on that one makeout scene. It was very uncomfortable. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, overall, like it was fine. I just, you know. It was fine it for was what fine. it is. It could have been done a lot better. And I hope it is one day. I think so. I was just going to say, I saw something when I was researching it that apparently they're supposed to be, I don't know if it's a sequel or if it's another Haunted Mansion movie, um, but I think it's, they're rebooting it. Yes, they're rebooting it. Um, at one point they had Del- Guillermo del Toro. Yes, on, I saw that. Guillermo del Toro. And then Ryan Gosling was supposed to star. No. Um, Incorrect. I do not know if he's, if Guillermo del Toro is still on it, but uh, Tiffany Haddish and Lakeith Stanfield entered negotiations in July 2021 for the roles of the psychic and tour guide characters, respectively. In September 2021, it was announced that not only were Haddish and Stanfield officially cast, but the movie is under production under the name Joyride, and Owen Wilson and Rosario Dawson will also be in it. Okay, so I saw the Owen Wilson thing, but I didn't have time to, like, actually look into it, so I didn't want to mention it and then be wrong, as if I didn't just spout a bunch of, like, half-truths about Knott's Berry Farm. But, <laughs> exactly, like, you didn't just stress me out for an hour. No. <laughs> but um, I saw the Owen Wilson thing, and I got excited, and I didn't want to get my hopes up, but Owen Wilson, what Tiffany Haddish, saying. Keith, okay, Rosario Dawson, okay. I like I'm excited. Field. Um, I think I think, he I might think be Eddie anti-vax should cameo. Um, he should. Anyway, like Keith Stanfield might be anti-vax. Oh, um, yeah, I think it was him. He posted something on his Instagram for like twenty minutes or something ridiculous. I think he like took it down because I feel like it got so much backlash. I could be getting my stories mixed up though. I could be replacing him. With- with Nicki Minaj in my mind. I was saying Nicki Minaj and her cousin's friend. Her cousin's friend. Her cousin's friend. Yeah. He's Nicki Minaj to love his life. Um, yeah, I think it's him. He is. He posted and then deleted um, an Instagram post with anti-vax sentiment. I think it was pretty much just like, oh, do your research before you get the vaccine. Like, wink, wink, hint, hint. Um, yeah, it was like nobody should be forcing anyone to put anything in their body, and like people took it as like anti-vax. He didn't explicitly mention it, but like it was, you know what he was talking about. Yeah. Anyway, so things you hate to see, but the reboot is probably going to be good. I don't know how Rosario Dawson is doing. I think she's dating Cory Booker now, or still. Okay. My dad met Cory Booker once. He said he was nice. I think. And on that note. <laughs> On that note of Cory Booker being nice, maybe. This has been the first episode of Screamers, the Halloween. <laughs> um, what's what's the word? Like over overview? Oh, Not overview. It's kind of like when they do Haunted Mansion Holiday in Disneyland. Oh, overlay? Is that overlay. That's the word. The Halloween yeah, overlay of screeners. Screamers. Yeah, that works. But again, our socials are still the same at ScreenersPod on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram, and then ScreenersPod at gmail.com if you have any suggestions. Uh, I've been Cemetery. And I've been Rebuka. 
see you next week. <laughs>